What if every day you had the chance to experience more love and intimacy in your life? We're going to be sharing stories of struggles and triumphs in love, sex, and relationships, along with expert advice to create more conscious connections. Enjoy this podcast with Dawn Richard. Wake up to real love. Hello, everyone. This is Dawn Richard, also known as The Awakening with Dawn. And this is the Wake Up to Real Love podcast, where we share stories of struggles and triumphs in love, sex, and relationships, along with expert advice to create more conscious connections. I'm so excited and honored today to welcome my friend, Anique Patsli. Did I say it right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You sound like a French woman there. (laughs) Dawn Richard. (laughs) <laughs> and Anik Patsli. Uh, Anik is a beautiful, beautiful, intuitive mentor. She's a TEDx speaker, voice healer, and international best-selling author with 15 years of experience teaching globally hypersensitive leaders how to live authentically and intuitively so they open their hearts to others without fear remain connected to their higher selves, and be the creator of their own lives. Anik specializes in helping empaths, conscious leaders to harmonize their nervous system so they can be paid to share their soul's work with ease, joy, and flow. Her work is deep, somatic, energetic, yet fun. She has a great laugh, by the way. She takes her clients on a sacred and playful journey to release energies, transmute old beliefs, and heal on a cellular level so they can embody a more sovereign version of themselves. Anik has created a unique modality, voice tapping. She was raised in Quebec, and she lives by the sea in North, North, South, (laughs) New South Wales. Thank you, my geography. (laughs) New South Wales, Australia, surrounded by her conscious community and her beloved. She loves singing, swimming, yoga, dancing, and nature. So happy to have you here, Anik. Welcome. Yay. Thank you so much, Donna. 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 What's his name? My turn. Do I say it with the right American accent? Donna Richard. Yeah. Such an honor and a pleasure to be here interviewed in your podcast today. So much fun. Thank you. Yeah. We're going to have fun. So I'm going to start off by fun because I saw your little dance video. Which one? Which one is it? <laughs> on Facebook, I was like, "Oh yeah!" I mean, I was I was jamming. <laughs> so oh, that's really? yeah, that's one of your things, right? Why do you love dance so much? Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, I love dancing. I do. I actually do love dancing because uh, I love. Why do I love dancing? I love music. Uh, I find it very therapeutic, very uh-huh. liberating. And the body is a, is a natural mover, right? The na- the body is a natural. Um, the body wants to move. It's not something that you actually pre-program in your head or anything right. like that. Your body just wants to naturally move. You know, we we move in day in day out, and having. Um, Having the, uh, the music and, you know, in the background, as soon as there's music, my body's moving and I'm dancing. I love it. It's sensual. It's sexy. It's, uh, it's liberating. It's, um, it's, you know, the fullness of your self expression. It's, uh, it's good for stay fit as well. It's a good exercise. So right. I just love, it. I love right. it. And I, That's I, one, I, of the thing, one of the things I love. Yeah. One of the things. And I say when I, when I dance, when I dance, I feel like that's one of the, um, one of the best times that I am the most present in the moment, right? I'm not worried about there. I'm not concerned about what's going on anywhere else, but like right here, right now, who, with whom I'm with. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's such a yeah, very powerful. Yeah, it, it allows you to be in the zone, in the here, in the now, now, in the mm. void. When you dance, um, uh, not when you follow like a, a structured kind of type right. of dance, one, two, right. three, cha-cha-cha, but when you allow your body to simply move with the energy and with the music, it's kind of your own soul signature, your own self-expression. You know, right. it's. Uh, and it's in the now. It's like it's it hasn't been created before. It's just right. really here and now. So yeah, very powerful. It's like a meditation, a moving meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Is that is that what that NDE dances? Oh, like I'm not familiar with that. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. No, you. Not, no, you wrote it. 
Why did okay. I? Uh-huh. Tell me more. Uh, what did I? Uh, well, because you, you said an NDE five years ago. I'm the creator. Oh, NDE, like a near that experience. Oh, my gosh. Okay. My bad. That's a different topic altogether. That's all right. Yeah, that's oh. a different. Okay, yeah. why don't we talk about that then? Um, we can talk about it briefly. If I mean, I wouldn't want to dwell on it if that's okay because it's um, it's uh, it's past. Uh-huh. But I can yeah, I can talk about I had a I had an illness. Like I'm a vibrant lady, like you, Don. Like I'm very healthy, vibrant, uh, full of vitality, Joyful, positivity. Joyful. That's yeah, that's my kind of natural essence or natural yeah. nature my core nature um i believe like everyone everyone's core nature is is vibrant and joyful but we've just been so suppressed right that sometimes we forget um who we truly are but i never thought something like that would happen to me but in uh five years ago i went to bali to meet my sibling i've got only one sister in canada younger sister and um i was emotionally very nervous about it uh very i was i had a lot of fears because i've been based in australia for 22 years uh-huh. and it was a way for me to put a, a sacred boundaries um around like really the family stuff yeah family stuff that's another conversation altogether yeah but uh, anyway long story short um i went to bali to reconnect with my my only sister and her children and niece and nephew and um and i got really really sick i had an infection in my belly like really bad Mm. Uh um literally my uterus um in my creative sacral chakra and um and yeah, I had an explosion in my tummy and I, and I actually passed because I was the wow. pain terrible. Um, so yeah, so then I, um, I don't know if your audience connect with like, um, woo woo stuff. Yeah. But very yes. spiritual. I had, um, I, I already had a few awakenings, but I had another kind of big awakening because I started to connect on a very deep level with Mother Mary. Oh, not that, yeah. I'm, not that I'm religious or anything, but I'm really yeah. um, committed to a spiritual path. Me too. Uh, That's probably yeah. why we're connected. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm committed to, um, I believe that we're more than this beautiful body that we have. We're beautiful women, midlife, you know, in, in our midlife life, but we're beautiful, radiant, we're gorgeous women. And, and, and we are inside out. And, you know, you are too. If you're listening, you are a beautiful woman. You know, you are an exquisite, uh, being. And, and so, um, yeah, so I connected with the energy of Mother Mary on conditional love. And that's been a really, um, a really big, or big, massive, uh, traumatic experience. But at the same time, like a big liberation for seven generations behind me and, mm, you know, past right. and seven generations ahead, like a, right. a I felt like all my ancestors' traumas kind of moved through me and in my vessel and my body. And it was like, it cracked me open. My heart just really open, expanded, like, um, the support I received. I learned to receive through that experience. Mm. I learned compassion. I learned to surrender. There was a very big, um, spiritual learning for me. Yeah. Very, 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 very big. So mm-hmm. how did you, how did you learn to be open to that? Cause that's um, what it is. It's a, it's a cracking open, right? Yeah. I suppose my soul has chosen that. My uh-huh. soul has chosen to take me on the, on the, on that path because you, your fears and your traumas are in your body. You know, they're in, they, they, they're stuck in your cells. Right. Um, from the, from previous generations too, because from it's through your generation. DNA. Yeah, it, right. it's passing DNA. And so, um, you know, we don't want to focus on that too much, you know, but if, if you don't get what you want in life, if you don't know what you want and if you don't get what you want, 
there's healing that needs to be done. Right. You know, there's right. healing. You need, you need to open your heart. You need to tune into your soul. You need to tap into your intuition. You need to open your heart and come from love. You know, create from a place of love rather than creating from a place of fear, fear. and conditioning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from the past, from old stories, there's a big purging and letting go that needs to happen put to put you on your conscious, elevating spiritual path mm-hmm. of creation, mm. if that makes sense. It makes sense to me. <laughs> I hope it makes sense to some people listening, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So when you were little, because you, you talk a lot about being empathic and intuitive, when did you recognize that you were empathic and intuitive? How old were you? Do you know? Um, I, I knew from a very young age, like um, as a little child, I could connect with the invisible world. I could connect with spirits. I could see spirits. Like I had a best friend that no one could see than me. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> like, you know, like, um, like little children, they're pure. You know, well, we, we're pure. Like we, we yeah. get bombarded with all sorts of limiting beliefs and we get told, no, don't do this. No, don't go there because people project their own fears. Your parents, right. Your primary carers, they, or parents, they project their own traumas and fears on you. So that kind of suppress your true nature, which is being connected with nature, being connected with life, being open to receive. And that is what it, intuition is. We are creators and we are intuitive beings. That's our true nature. That's who we are. So I knew from a very young age, I was really hypersensitive, you know, maybe three, four. I was connected. And all I wanted to do, like any, you know, children is to dance and play and love and be loved, you know, that's all we want to do. And we want to be seen and heard and received for who we truly are and who we are with love, with pure joy. We're just this being who, who create and play and engage with life. And then we get conditioned and stuck in our brain and our mind and we disengage and we disconnect. We forget who we truly are. Yeah. So, so this, no, so the journey, no, so the journey, because I feel like, I feel like this is who you are, you know, up to about age, maybe five, six, seven. And then you put all these limitations on yourself and so you start like people pleasing and you know doing the things that other people think you should do uh and you you go through this many people go through their whole life spending their whole life sacrificing really who they are so how do you how do you come you know where did you come to a place in your life that you recognize that you needed to get out of this box that other people had put you in? Yeah, that's a really, really good question, uh, Don. Yeah, yeah, we've been, you're exactly right. We've been put in a box and then we people please because we learn as children that, you know, it's a safe place. Like I am loved when I behave a certain way. I'm the good girl when I don't make too much noise, when I'm not too loud, when I'm, you know, when I sit there pretty, being pretty and being, you know, quiet. And that's suppressed like so much energy inside of us. And yeah, for me, like, you know, there was a lot of anger. Uh, I felt I was a very, um, there was even rage. <laughs> you know, I, I became this dragon, like a dragon throwing fires and I'm like no I'm not going to I'm not going to sit there people please and and in the statue quo like you know follow like a sheep follow the what Hard. others are posing uh, on me uh because my soul was on fire it's a soul i had a, a few awakening I, i've been going through a divorce uh that's been another really big piece where you know my anger came out and my, my a lot of sadness and a lot of like i don't need as you said you know to sacrifice my passion my truth 
my self-expression, my desires of wanting more in life, my desires to be received and, and expressed, my desires to share my message. I'm not going to suppress myself to be loved because it's. I'm going to choose to love myself first, to know who I am first rather than giving my power away to a husband, to a friend, to society, to the government, to my parents, to, you know, no, eventually you have to. So sometimes we need a catalyst. We need a, um, we need a, 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 chal- a challenge to, to come back to self, mm-hmm. to come back to like, hang on a minute. I don't want to live that way. I want to choose what's in my heart, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think that so many people, I don't know if men experience the similar things, but I know almost every single woman I talk to says, I felt like I had to do everything for everybody else. And I was not doing hardly anything for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're not learning. Give, we have give, program. give, 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 give. Yeah, yeah. give. Out. Yeah. Especially women. We have, I mean, we've been conditioned to put everyone else first, everyone else's first and give, give, give. The first thing you give your breast to your, you know, your baby, baby. when you know, like you, you, you give, you sacrifice your body, you sacrifice your time, you constantly giving out. And, you know, you're expected by society to perform sexually, to be, you know, a good wife, to be a good mother, to be a good, good in your business or in your work, professional, like, hang on, this is not how it works. It's a, we need a constant, a, a, a total, um, paradigm program. A paradigm shift, like a tornado, a, a complete 360 degrees and come back to who? Self-care, self-love, choosing yourself first and go first as a leader. That's my message. Come back to self-care, self-love and being the pioneer as a leader, self-leadership. This is really what my message is, is the foundation of my message, you know? Okay, Anik, most people, when you talk about those things, they'll yeah. say you're being selfish. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> well, it, that's not the truth. Yeah, this is not the truth. It is not selfish. It's conditioning say it's selfish. But what's selfish is sacrificing your life, giving yourself um to please others and 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 betraying. It's a betrayal. It's a betrayal. Like, it's a betrayal. It's self-betrayal. Mm-hmm. And does that bring you joy and happiness? No. Does that bring you more money? No. Does that bring you the ideal relationship, soulmate relationship? No. no. It brings you people who walk over you, who abuses you, or uses you. Who, um, yeah, if you self-betray yourself, well, guess what? You're going to be betrayed by others, you know? Mm-hmm. So how did you... Does this Does this have to do with your marriage and divorce? I mean, were you put in that box and constantly giving, serving your former husband? Actually, no. You know what? I No. The, we, we, it was a little bit of a codependent relationship that we experienced. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm, I married, um, a beautiful Australian angel, like a beautiful man, really kind, but he was an extreme people pleaser himself. Like uh-huh. he was really, uh, overgiving, overpleasing, um, telling me I love you like 25 times a day, but he was forgetting his own needs. It was probably a bit of a mirror to me, like of, of me rather. Um, but what, what happened is we were enmeshed in that codependent relationship. And I felt that I had to play too much of the masculine. Um, mm. And I was I was controlling a little bit too much, and I didn't feel completely safe to surrender to my ex husband to really surrender. And what um, in what ways surrender in what ways? 
um, surrender in a way that in my feminine to um, allow myself to really be seen for who I truly am and um, yeah, sexually surrendering, like to kind of let go of the control of holding on, um, of having to be a little bit sort of perfect or, um, you know, a fear of really being authentic, asking for what I really wanted um, in my intimate partnership. I was, yeah, so a fear did, of did being he, rejected. Did, did he mm-hmm. ever ask you, what do you want, Anik? Um, did he ever ask me? Gosh, I think, I think we touch on that topic, but we, we, we touch a little bit on that topic, but we, we were both very much in our, in our traumas, in our woundings, in a lot of fears. We, we were younger and we didn't have the tools to work through, um, you know, to work through through that, to move from a place of fear to a place of love, mm-hmm. from a place of judgment to a place of compassion, mm-hmm. from a place of perfection to a place of acceptance. Right. So how did you choose to get divorced? I and mean, how did you get through that process? There was too much, too much pain to go through and we didn't have the tools. We didn't have the strategies. We didn't have the equipment. It's like going on, on the top of the Himalaya, Himalaya, climbing the Himalaya, but not having the Sherpa, the right equipment, the training, uh-huh. like, you know, um, having a good, um, training before, um, it's like we're not trained to have success in life, to have successful relationships, to have successful businesses. We're not trained that way. You need to have the proper, you know, step by step by step by step mm-hmm. to go on the top. So it's like the step by step manual of um uh, learning to love yourself. No one's going to love you, not a, a husband, no one, a friend is going to love you until you choose to to, as I said before, know who you are and, and, and accept and love who you are. But I think, I think sometimes because I, I am a huge advocate of self love as well. Um, yeah. and I also think that it's not done in isolation. You know, the work no. that you do is done. You're responsible for the work that you have to do in order to learn to love yourself or accept yourself or have compassion for yourself. But our relationships are mirrors of us. And they so are. sometimes people love us and see in us what we don't see in ourselves or what we judge in ourselves or something. So it's kind of, it's not either or, it's kind of both and. Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. self-love, that work, you nobody can teach you how to love yourself. Like they can reflect to you, but you have to learn to not betray yourself. You have to learn to nourish yourself. You have to learn Mm -hmm. to, I I say many times that uh, when I chose to get divorced, it was because I had, I chose in that moment, uh, this realization, I have to value me, myself more than I value my marriage. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that's 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 exactly right. That's that's uh, it's it's just a, the 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 re um, it's a letting go of of conditioning, letting go of uh, of a limiting belief. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a letting go. There's, I mean, healing. That's what it is. Liberating yourself, freeing yourself is liberating. And and you know, you're right. We we heal. We actually transform our lives in a lot in relationships um and and life can only bring you what you believe you're worthy of what you believe you deserve and what the vibration like the energy the vibration the frequency you're vibrating i don't know if your audience would would understand that sort of language but it's like how you feeling about yourself right life will bring you that you know, if you feel that like you're a piece of shit and you don't, you're not enough and you're hard on yourself and not enough, not good enough. And I, you know, like if you judge yourself, you criticize yourself. Right. If you 
if you shrink your energy, if you squash and suppress your voice, uh, if you don't ask for what you desire, if you don't know what you desire, well, life will bring you people that are reflecting that. that. Uh-huh. How you treat yourself is how other people will treat you. So it's a hard one to take on. I mean, it's a big one to, to, to become really, um, aware of, like conscious of. It, it can take a few experiences before we really get <laughs> a few relationships. I'm like, with- wait a second. I'm responsible for that. Like, I don't like that. I don't no. like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have this whole, um, Cause I did, you know, I faced that in my own marriage. It was like, I'm create, I'm creating this. I did, I didn't want this. I didn't want this. And then you have this whole, uh, you know, like come to marry moment, (laughs) come to marry moment of, okay, where's your love? Where's your compassion? Mm -hmm. How are you going to drop your self judgment? Yeah. How are you going to accept? All of you. Mm. Yeah. So how do we do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> you you asked the questions. Uh, <laughs> that, I mean, how do you do that? Is is isn't it? It's a day to day, you know, practice of embodying. Uh, embodying self care, like it's mm-hmm. and, and it's. Okay. Well, there's a, I mean, how do you do that? I can, it's, it's my whole program, you know, right there. Like, yeah, self care, self love, self, self leadership. Uh, it's, it's a whole program. Um, as a creator, you know, you're the creator, you're the creatrix, you're the, you're the, you're the one who creates your, your life. You're the one who creates your work. So, so it's, it's, it's in a lot of, I, you know, I can give you one, one, one tool, but there's, it's, it's a whole, commitment to self mm-hmm. uh, i mean i guess one tool i can give you is in the, the choosing the first step is really choosing choosing becoming aware that you have the power to you choose. have a choice you have a choice many it's people choice. feel powerless and like they have no yeah. choices i have felt powerless for years and years the victim mm-hmm. we go to victim a victim and we we don't believe we don't think we don't know that we have the choice to create changes yay (laughs) but if you're constantly told your whole life to tone it down you know and to stay in the box then you think my my choices are in this box and i don't fit in this box so how do i learn to reach outside of myself because it's very uncomfortable yeah. It's foreign. Yeah. It's foreign. It is. So how do you make that shift? Because I know this part of this healing journey is really grieving mm. for what was and what you didn't like and what didn't live up to your own dreams and wants and wishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a journey. It doesn't happen just instantly, just like that. I know, I'm like, I wave my magic wand. Poof, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, there's things that you can, you know, yeah, but with the power of choice, um, it's accessing your heart, going into your heart rather than, you know, ruminating the past and staying stuck in the head. Yeah. You know, we talked about dance. I do a beautiful modality. I've created a modality called voice tapping. So, you know, with energetic work, with, with the choice, with having a really good, a spiritual companion, a coach, a mentor, a guide, someone that you reaching out for help. I mean, the first step I would say is like, you don't do that all alone. It's overwhelming. Yeah. You reach out for, you know, your next step. You become aware. Number one, number two, you go into your heart. And number three, you, uh, you take a breath amongst all of it and you reach out <laughs> for help. 
Yeah, you reach out for help. You reach out. There's plenty of amazing uh, mentors, coaches. I mean, I'm a, I'm an amazing intuitive mentor, an amazing spiritual companion. I'm an amazing coach. I've got 15 years of experience and I have done the transformation. Don is an amazing also transfer transformational uh, healer coach. She's incredible. So you reach out with towards someone you feel a connection with where you right. at. That's the first step. You reach out for help. And, and you know, you don't do that alone. No, you don't. I wouldn't recommend to do that alone. But for many years, I was scared. I was scared to because I had shame. I had a lot of shame. I thought I was completely fucked up. Right. Excuse I'm me. not enough. No, no, I'm not enough. I am fucked up. I was I felt like I was I'm broken. broken. Yeah, I'm broken. I'm completely broken, exactly, Don. And I feel I was completely wrong. Um, my my beautiful mother, biological mother, I've chosen a beautiful mother who was, you know, often uh, uh, slash constantly making me wrong, whether I was in, in my light, whether I was in the dark, whether I was successful, whether I was failing, I was wrong. So I felt completely ashamed and I was really scared of reaching out for help. But that when you can bust that fear and reach out for help, it's a really, it's, it's a really, really important step in your transformational journey towards self care, self love, self leadership, towards tuning into your intuition, tuning into your heart, tuning into your power to create changes Mm -hmm. in your life do you think that your mom was jealous yes oh yeah 100 Mm percent yeah it's a different generation you gotta also you know 100 percent bless her heart like for sure it's okay it's a shadow shadows we all have shadows i've been jealous myself i've been comparing myself to other women for sure 100 percent it's shadows Right. right And, and, and perhaps because you are so vibrant. Yeah. Because you're so vibrant and you're so, you know, I mean, you're just gorgeous. <laughs> um, that perhaps that was intimidating for your mom. Yeah. 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 For sure. That was intimidating. And, um, and also she like did too much. Yeah, you're too much. I've been told that gazillions of time, you're too much. So I squash, I dim my light, I suppress. And guess what? It took me to a illness that actually my my stomach exploded. It took me to a near that experience. But but I mean, she didn't do that. Like she did the best she could, my my mother. Because it's the generation, but also it's she didn't have the awakening of really having her heart cracked open to go in the journey herself of transforming her own life. So right. guess what? If someone in the family hasn't done it, like if the, the mom, the dad hasn't, they haven't done it, one of the children would have to do it. There's right. an evolution. It's just, it's called evolution. We're evolving. Right. We're slow in evolving human beings. <laughs> But someone in the family has to, like you, Don, you break the lineage pattern of suffering, of pain, of hiding, of staying in the dark. Someone has to come and break through the the pattern of the family. Yeah. I feel like this whole um, time that we're in is all about that. Yes. Because... Because for so many generations, um, especially, you know, women have limited roles, limited roles, limited possibilities, limited choices. And, yeah. uh, you know, in the last probably 50 years, I mean, even in the U.S., you know, 100 years ago, we got the right to vote. Right. Um, and so all of these things started changing when women started entering the workforce and then the advent of birth control and you know they their women were gaining more personal sovereignty yes right and so now because there has been this whole um it there there has been this whole um still hiding of the shadows hiding of the shadows right family generation generational stuff um and now people are starting to talk about 
addiction, depression, anxiety, childhood sexual trauma, you know, rape, incest, blah, 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 suicide, all of the things that we never talked about no, yes. because it was so shameful. Yes. Now people are saying, I can't hold on to this anymore. It's no. too painful. It's too heavy. And so what do I want in my life? What do I want for my life? So to ask ourselves, start asking ourselves, what do I want? Mm. What do I want for me? What do I want in my relationships? Mm -hmm. What do I want in my family? What do I want in my community? What Mm -hmm. do I want in the world? Mm. So what is it for you, beautiful Don? What do you truly desire in your heart of heart? For yourself. Oh, <laughs> in my heart of hearts. Well, I would, I want a partner. I want a partner in a way that, um, I did not have a partner. I mean, I had a partner for 27 years, but yes. I want a loving, um, encouraging, supportive, uh, wants to come on my life adventures, you know, want to create amazing, incredible adventures and experiences and love yeah. and passion and, desire of not just sexually but desires in the world like to Uh like to really experience life Mm, mm. to really experience all of the the joy and the beauty of life beautiful um and then with my podcast i mean i you know had this intuitive hit a few years ago and it's like do a podcast it's like what (laughs) what (laughs) but I felt like because I was doing this work as a marriage and family counselor, you know, a therapist helping couples heal their marriages, families helping heal generational trauma, you know, individuals helping release the past of all this crap that they were still carting around with them, feeling, you know, judged and shamed. Um, And I thought if I got divorced, even though I was doing this work, There must be millions of people carrying around judgment and shame and not knowing how to, how to talk about this, process it, deal with it. So really, I wanted to normalize all of it Mm -hmm. so that we could have these kind of conversations where we say, I was stuck in this box or I was dealing with this trauma or I was dealing Mm -hmm. with this hurt and heartache and I didn't know how to get help or how to ask for help because I felt like I should be able to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the tools and we mm-hmm. don't get the education except from our families of origin. Yes. Yes. And they're not always good examples. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 I hear you there for sure. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it requires that. It requires, um, certainly, uh, like an opening, a choosing to open your heart to yourself, like feeling it's, it's often like, um, often when we don't go there in our own hearts, it's because we don't feel safe and, um, and the inner, like the part of us that, um, you know, there's different archetypes going on in our head, different kind of personas and different um, voices that are not necessarily the voice of our soul, the voice right. of our heart. Right. And um, and sometimes we don't feel safe. Like safety is a very big component. It's a very, it's a big Huge. feeling. In the, the, the Not feeling safe and feeling ashamed. I think they're the bottom line that really um, freezes us in moving forward in life, in, in, in actually making choices that are more, um, in alignment with our heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And, um, may, we rather make choices based on fear from our head, from our limitation, from what, as you said, from, you know, um, the model we've, we model like little monkeys, um, our families. So we kind of keep repeating, uh, habits and patterns, patterns, right. Patterns that are not serving us really that are right. not serving 
not serving me not serving at the end of the day it's not serving the world because we we keep playing a small game of um following like little sheep like little monkey repeating patterns habits um yeah coming from fear coming from conditioning coming from a program like a computer has been programmed a certain way and it's like a little robot living like a little robot when you live from your mind when you live from fear you're not living you're actually you know you're not living you're disconnected you're disconnected from your body you're disconnected from your heart you're disconnected from your soul yep. you're not connected right. and this is not living this is like repeating painful suffering and and dwelling into um you know yeah i feel like it's like going like a little robot so so having your first awakening sometimes yeah you have a challenge in life and and then you're like well hang on a minute i do not want to continue to live my life that way and that leads us to wanting to know yourself more wanting to um this yeah tuning into your desires and that would lead you to find your passion and i think when you find your passion your calling in life um that really changes everything that really uh you know like you don you find you know like um talking on podcasts you have this intuitive uh hunch to 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 educate people to talk about consciousness to talk about relationships and when you find you find your 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 calling you find a passion you find something that you really enjoy doing mm-hmm. that really helps you to get out of this box of conditioning and fears and programming that really helps you finding your 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 joy your passion your calling yeah well it's yeah. it's also because when you were talking about safety and trust a lot of people feel like they can't pursue those things because yeah. they don't trust in themselves or they're afraid of that rejection or uh, some abandonment or some sort of betrayal and it's like yeah. so people are afraid to take that risk you know it's not safe so i'm going to hold back and i really want this but i'm too afraid to go towards it because i don't know what's out there because i haven't experienced it and so mm-hmm. i keep staying in this box because it's even though it's not really what i want it's familiar mm-hmm. it's comfortable i'm comfortable in my discomfort and so mm-hmm. i think that's why people um don't pursue their passions i think that's why people stay in unfulfilling relationships i think that's mm-hmm. why people stay in unfulfilling jobs because to go out on your own is like you have to be ooh, you have to be the pioneer of your own life <laughs> i'm mm. i don't you know it's like the people that searched for gold there were no guarantees there are no guarantees mm-hmm. but if you don't even search if you don't even step outside your comfort zone I I have this um uh th- this vision of you know you're in a cage right you're in a cage and I had this vision like when halfway through my marriage it's like I feel like I'm encaged like I'm imprisoned because I'm not feeling fulfilled and cared for and whatever else um and then it's like the door the, the door to the cage is actually always been open you've just been too afraid to fly out mm mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful analogy yeah 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 we have to take risk of course we have to if you you don't want to go for what you want in life um you have to as you said don beautifully um, expressed is uh, getting out of the cage getting out of the comfort zone it means taking little steps you don't have to take giant steps you don't have right. to go and quantum leap <laughs> you can but you can go and <laughs> do like little baby steps like a little baby learning how to walk i mean we don't ask a little child a little kid to to walk the first day um I was going to say you- to run a marathon <laughs> run a marathon no you don't ask them to walk you know i mean they say that we fall as little as a little kid when we learn how to walk we fall about over between 300 to 400 times before we can actually stand and yeah. you know make 
step. And so we fall, we cry, we fall, we cry, we fall, we cry, and we and we stand up again. We get and up every time. We get up again. We get up every time. So the same as an adult to remember that your inner child inside of your heart might be a little bit scared. Remember that you learn how to walk, you learn how to speak, uh, to talk. You learn you learn so many things. It didn't right. happen the first day, but you took baby steps. Right. So when you want to go towards what you did, your heart's desire, it's the same thing. Take little baby steps. You fall, you cry, you get up again, and eventually, the first thing you know, you'll be able to dance and walk and be in that relationship and be in that job you love and be in that fulfilling, passionate life that you truly, uh, your soul truly desires for you. That it's been pre, it, it was there at your birth. You chose to incarnate in this lifetime to actually be all that you're here to be, to be yourself. And so, you know, um, I'm sure there'll be some, you know, golden nuggets that will land into your soul listening to this conversation with Don and Annie today because <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, just remember that, you know, once you were a child, once you learn how to walk, once you learn baby steps and you still can go baby steps by steps towards your heart's desire. What is your heart's desire, Annie? Oh, having this conversation is so juicy. <laughs> my heart's desire, my heart's desire to keep growing with my beloved in, a, in an expensive, joyful, fulfilling relationship that I'm in and I keep expanding and to keep expanding in my leadership, in my sacred leadership, in my business, mentoring um, amazing conscious women to blossom and live their passion, being well paid to express their true voice, to continue to blossom and uh, to the next level of my, um, you know, um, self-expression, running retreats this year, like keep growing, making more money, having more fun, being fully expressed yeah. and and lead my life in, in what is truly, you know, true to myself. And when I hit a block, when I hit a wall, when I go through a challenge, to dare to be supported, um, you know, to reach out for the right support for me and to, to let go and keep going in my joy to, I mean, every day it's like, I remember that I'm a creatrix. I'm the creator of my reality. So to keep expanding in being fully myself and, um, and, 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 and sing my own song that no one is here to sing to really, you know, allowing myself to, to blossom in that. That's, that's my heart's desire every day and to inspire people, to inspire other, other beautiful women to express their true voice, to be fully happy, to, to be fully expressed, to be fully in their joy. Um, yeah, to be at service. That's, that's my heart's desire to be at full service to me first, to lead the way first, to be the pioneer first, and to hold a sacred container for other women to come and play with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's my heart's desire. That's my mission. That's my soul's purpose. That's what I want every day. Yeah. Mm. So what if somebody doesn't know what they want or doesn't really know what they're passionate about? What advice would you give them? How do they find it? Wow. Yeah. Gee, that's a million dollars question there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it, again, it's the step by step. You know what I mean? You don't have to have the full answer. It's an unfolding. It's an unfolding. It's like a flower blossoming petal right. by petal by petal by right. petal. Right. Okay. It, it, first thing, as I said before, and again and again and again, is to access your heart's intelligence, access your heart, access your heart. And, you know, remember, I'll give you a really powerful strategy here, powerful tool, is to go back to your childhood and remember what was your favorite game. What was your favorite game as a kid? What, what, what was your favorite? Um, I, I can give you my, my, my thing when I was a kid. Um, I used to go in the garage or in the basement and have 
um, put my dolls there, sitting my dolls, sitting on, on benches, like on seats there. And, um, or the little kids on the street, I would invite them and say, come to my house. I was five, six years old, you know, between four and seven years old. Come to my house and sit there. And I was already teaching. I was standing, I was putting my mom's, my mom's dresses. And you're saying for you, I said, I was putting my mom's dresses and I would go and talk about self love and self confidence. And I was already a spiritual teacher i was already an intuitive mentor from a very young age i was telling them about confidence and and having fun and and you know loving yourself as a kid and i would end end up you know singing a french song because i love love singing my voice heals my voice very powerful like the sound of my voice is is healing and I was already doing what I'm doing now, like, you know, but it took me a lifetime to get through so much fears and traumas to get to, to right. give myself permission. Peeling those layers. To, yeah. Uh-huh. Peel, peel layers. It's a lifetime. Sometimes, cause, you know, but so that's, that's my advice to you ladies. It's like, remember what was your favorite game as a kid? What can you do on and on and on and on over and over and over again? Dance. Um, yeah, not being paid for it. Like, yeah, you're a dancer, Don. You love dancing. Yeah. You, and you love teaching as well. Yeah. yeah. You're very natural at it. Very natural. Thank you. Yeah. It comes naturally to you. So, yeah, yeah ladies, it was naturally to you. There was mm-hmm. a, uh, there's a picture that I have or that I made when I was like in kindergarten. And I think I yeah. was, I think I was a nurse. And it was like, oh, I'm a healer. (laughs) Oh, I'm a healer. And then I'm a teacher. I used to, you know, with my brother and sister, they were younger than me. I would play school. I was, and my mom was a teacher as well. So, and then, so that, and then I would just dance, 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 music, dance, music, dance, music, dance. And I just said to my daughter the other day, I have not listened to music enough or danced enough lately. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Part of that feeling in your body, what feels good, because you know in your body, right? You know in your body what feels good and what not, and what doesn't feel good. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So we know we know more than we give ourselves permission to to um, tune into, you know, uh-huh. which is the power of intuition to tune into the heart, to tune into the body. The body gives you so many signs, yeah. you know, it tense and, 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 or sick or, you know, unwell, your body is saying, Hey, listen, listen to me, listen to my heart. Listen, right. pay, pay attention. Pay attention. That pay was attention. The word. Yep. Signal. Pay attention. Give yourself a little time here. Pose for a moment. Is your life going in the direction of your heart, of your soul? Mm. These you are know? great, great questions, Anik. Mm. Mm. They're powerful questions. And that's another really big piece of wisdom here worth mil- billions of dollars. <laughs> like asking yourself a question, yeah. a potent question right what do you really really want what do i really desire what do i tr- what my heart truly desire now right what does my heart truly desire now that's the most potent question you can ever ask not about others what do you want what can i offer you right. go within go within first right. go within first and Ask your heart, what do I truly desire? What does my heart truly desire? And then mm-hmm. give yourself permission to go seek that thing, to go find that thing, to go choose that listen. thing. Yeah, sure. Listen, listen first and receive first, which sometimes yeah. we, we can block. Right. But to go after what we want, we need to listen as well. Ask and listen. It's a process. That's why we seek help. You ask a, a mentor, a coach, a companion to start your journey on if you're at the beginning of your journey or depending where you are. But you know, yeah, you, you, um, you ask for help to, uh, cause we need to be witness. Sometimes, you know, we get right. blinds. We don't really right. see and receive and, um, our inner guidance. 
we we can block it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So the last question that I ask all my guests um, is, how do you define real love? Oh dear, that's a billion dollars question. That we have. <laughs> I ask the easy questions, Anik. You don't. <laughs> how do you define real love? Yeah. Um, I suppose what comes to me is acceptance. Is is um, is uh, love is accepting, accepting what is, accepting my pointy. Knows accepting, you know, my toot that's a little bit here, like accepting my, um, accepting my bits, accepting my shadows and my accepting my qualities, my gift, my talents, accepting, um, accepting, uh, the crazy world that, you know, we live in, accepting, um, accept, ac- I think real love is accepting. Is is coming down to you know accepting rather than trying to control, control and make it in a way, and it's very tempting. It's not easy, but yeah. First thing first is is probably real love, accepting, accepting, mm-hmm. seeing the beauty and everything, seeing the seeing the the gift in in everything and it's i'm i'm not saying that it's the most easy things but it's yeah it's accepting mm-hmm. beautiful so how do people get in touch with you how can people work with you anik uh oh wow well um you can you can join me you can put the link of my link tree bio there and you can join me on um an exquisite 6 months program called accelerate your heart's desire um, so I'll help you tune into your desire. I help you, uh, finding what's there for you, the, the, the golden nuggets. I help you self care, loving yourself, knowing yourself, defining that passion and manifesting, creating what you want, like really magnetizing, becoming a magnet to what your heart's desire. So really unfolding and accelerating that, um, transformative journey and and learning to to your power manifesting and and attracting what you desire peeling your onion doing some inner work letting go of um limiting beliefs like you know um healing on a cellular level and really magnetizing this juicing relationship magnetizing this incredible um leadership that you have uh within yourself activating that and and following a work that is really aligned with what you want. Yeah, I'm, I'm really inviting you to tune in. I'm, I'm offering voice tapping sessions. I'm offering accelerating your heart desire. I've got another amazing course. Your voice truly matters. That's super powerful. So j- yeah, join me on uh, social media. Annick Patry. I'm there. I've got a Facebook. A business page. I've got an Instagram. I've got a, a site. I mean, c- get in touch. I've got a YouTube channel and I will be honored and delighted to hold you and welcome you. And um, yeah, I've got a group also on Facebook. Join us there. So it's all in the link tree um, bio there. So join me and, and get in touch and uh, come and play, come and play. And yeah, I would be honored to uh, support you for sure. So fun. Um, yeah. And you, you embody for me, the mantra of this podcast is the most important relationship you'll ever have is the one with your, this is the one you have with yourself. You know, this self-care, self-nurturing, self-love, self-acceptance, self-compassion. It's just beautiful. Like you are a super huge ball of love and joy <laughs> for me. I, I see you. I really, really see you. So good. Thank you, Bliss. Thank you so much. You know, you know that I'm a reflection of you. Eh? You know that I'm I'm mirroring you. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super touched by that. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. yeah. Let's let's appealing my onions, but now I feel so much freer. I've never felt so free in my entire existence. Oh my yeah. god. It's yeah. such a good feeling. It's an amazing <laughs> feeling and it keeps just getting better and better and better, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, M- multiple orgasms. 
<laughs> in every and all different ways, not just physically. Exactly. It's like exactly. living this orgasmic, creative, like really juicy, vibrant life. Yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So, so, so uh, for the listeners, because there was a lot of wisdom shared here. I mean, Monique is full of it, full of them, full of gems. Um, please subscribe to the Wake Up to Real Love podcast. Um, give five star reviews, share with all your friends, whoever you think would be inspired by this conversation. I want, you know, I want to spread these messages of love and light and connection and self love and blah, blah, blah. Um, and for, and if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on all the social media channels at either Don Richard or the Awakening with Don, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Clubhouse. Um, and I do one-on-one coaching. I do uh, group coaching to help women heal from, you know, painful, hurtful relationships, uh, yes. and rec- you know, and come back to this place of, I love and accept myself right here and right now. And I am open to receiving love. <laughs> I'm open yes. to finding, receiving, surrendering to all the amazing things that the, that the universe has to offer. So come join us. And so thank you so much, Anique, for being here. You're such a blessing and you're such a gift. I'm so thankful that, um, that we found each other. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Don, for having me in your amazing podcast. You're doing amazing work. I love what you do. I love who you are. And thank you so much to your audience. Thank you for listening. And please reach out. Uh, take your next step. And um, yeah, I'll be so delighted to connect with you. And thank you for this beautiful, yummy invitation, this juicy conversation together, Don. Yeah, and uh, honor to be here with you today. So thank you, everybody. Um, Until next time, every day, wake up to more and more real love. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to the Wake Up to Real Love podcast. Leave five-star reviews. And, of course, share with your friends. You can find Dawn on various social media platforms at Dawn Richard or at The Awakening with Dawn.